Annyeong, this is Hallie Juju, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Ray. This is episode 12, K-Pop Labels, Hire Us. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Hallyujuku. I am PD Rave once again, your man with no plan. Here with me, that handsome stranger with a pina colada in his hand is none other than Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I am doing relatively well. And for those of you that are keeping track at home, yes, this is two consistent episodes in which I talked about drinking. So yeah. either they were filmed back to back, or I'm a terrible alcoholic you figure out which yeah you listen to all of the podcast that i'm on mm-hmm. uh yes we are gathered once again we're gonna talk about east asian pop culture as we do every week and we start off the episode like we always do talk about what we've been listening to so kaz what have you been listening to this week uh, i have gone back and i'm trying to I was going to say get back to my roots like a fucking fool. I've been kind of Your name is Toby. To where what? I... <laughs> what? Or Tobito oh, if roots. you're in the Naruto, which is Obito backwards. <laughs> That's anime for you. Yeah. Stupid ass anime. Um, I've been kind of going back to where I started with my, my love of East Asian music and culture and all of those things and that being Asian women, but not the way you think. Stop no. being nasty. I went back and I started listening to some AKB, some really good fun songs. I almost linked a song that I have already linked from AKB being Heavy Rotation because that is just one of my favorite videos and it touches my heart every single time because it is headed by my girl Oshima Yuko, who is no longer part of the group. But alas, that is not a point that I will go into yet again. Uh, and I'll go through the two AKP songs I went really quickly. One being Beginner and the other being Sugar Rush. Uh, mm-hmm. Beginner is just a really fun, hard dance song from them. And holy fuck, the dance to Beginner is, is rough and really hard. And I just kind of like the way that they shot this video of shooting a video which is showing a video being shot but it's also the video to the video what um which was just really interesting so like there's these cuts of them doing the dance and like you know being all into it and then it cuts to like a time where they're breaking and you still see them trying to make sure they have all the moves right because it was like kind of a really really intricate kind of hard pop and lock dance that they were doing for the the song in beginning beginner and just beginner is just this hard like song and it's so much fun to listen to um and if you're kind of trying to go through the the mountain of stuff that is akb and you're not really sure where to go or what to do beginner is a really good song to kind of listen to and get started with um if you just don't know where to jump in at. So just go ahead, jump in at beginner yeah. and, and don't feel bad about it. Um, and the other song I, uh, I picked, uh, being sugar rush, which is a really more widely popular one. It was in the Disney animated film, wreck it Ralph. Uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was the title song. I know. I, I forget 
where the song was in the movie, but it's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a really poppy song, which is something that AKB is used to making and used to doing. Um, uh, mm-hmm. God damn it. I got to turn beginner down. Uh, <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's just really fun and, and it's a really good song. And yeah, I mean, I would imagine it's in the, probably related to the in game, in movie game, racing game, whatever. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I still yeah, got to yeah, see yeah. Wreck It Ralph. I still got to see Wreck It Ralph. But yeah, AKB yeah. 48. Sugar Rush. Gives you a Sugar, sugar Rush. They're, they're dressed like cupcakes. They're all dressed like cupcakes. Because yeah. you Sugar Rush. The Sugar Rush. Yeah. And they have, they have freaking Dragon Ball Z scanners at, in one part of the video. And I'm just like... <laughs> well, uh, Whose power level are you going to measure? Are you... Right. I'm like, are, you measure, are you measuring power levels? Okay. Yeah. okay. Um... Japanese symbolism always has to relate back to anime. Yeah. Uh, and for those who, who may not still be versed in the, uh, the old, as I put it, for uh, you know, Japanese pop culture. Yeah, the 48 verse That is a good word for it, Phoebe. The 48 verse I linked to another group in the 48 tree, being SKE48. And for those of you that are getting confused at home and going, is, huh? what? Yes, there are multiple groups in the 48 verse There's mm-hmm. SKT, there's SKE48, HKT48, so on and so forth. And they all relate back to some place in Japan, being AKB48. Akihabara. Oh, look at that, huh? Yeah. I forget which SKE is for. Um, and I've linked to one of their videos that is known for being scandalous because scandalous. Uh, it has the girls doing very lewd things to each other in in this video. Um, yeah. And some people were not very comfortable with 16, 17-year-old, 14-year-old girls uh, making yeah. out. Yeah. In, in a music video and rubbing all up on each other in a sexual tone. So yeah. SKE promptly removed the video. And now whenever you look for it, you get the short version of the video. <laughs> yeah. With, with only um, the making out. Yeah. 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 And the making out still in there because they're like, we filmed it. And we paid for it. You better fucking get over it, but we'll take out all the other parts with all the other girls that were really, really young. Um, I still think the song is really awesome. I thought the video was really artistic and awesome, besides the lewdness of it. And (laughs) you can argue with me day and night of what parts of that video I may or may not like. I don't give a fuck. I like like the (laughs) head-on collision of the two cars, like, right in front of like, bam! It's like... And they're just like, no, you're hot. No, you're you're hotter. No, you're it's hotter. Like, you're hotter. You can it's almost like, like you can almost imagine the driver's like, are those Japanese? Are those girls making out? Like, what the hell's going? On? Oh shit! Bam! <laughs> <laughs> and the girls are just like, no, you're so hot. Like, uh, there are people probably dead, no more than five feet in front of you. I just spilled liquor on my keyboard, and they're just like, nope, don't give a fuck. They're like, don't give a fuck. You spilled liquor on your um, keyboard, and SKE48 could give a fuck. He's like, what, what liquor, what keyboard? I don't care. Liquor, liquor. Oh, I, I, I'm don't mind if I do. Like, uh, no. So, uh, um, th- no, those are those are three great songs to get started on both of those groups. Um, heavy rotation 
as I said before, is another thing that I think is awesome from AKB. Um, and I think I'm going to start trying to do bring a little bit more of the Japanese flavor so that we yeah. can start talking about more of that stuff here yeah. on Hollyjuku. Yeah. Bring in the Juku, Juku part. Yeah, bring in the Juku. Yes. Uh, um, but we so have some more, more K-pop stuff. What, yeah, on... on Back on to the old roots. Uh, and, and speaking of roots for me and PD, I, I linked us to two songs, uh, from, from running, from two of the, the members of Running Man, a show that we both love very, very much. Um, one being from our boy Gary and Gil of Lusung, uh, the song that we, we constantly talk about, like, yeah constantly talk about uh being and now i can get the title right because i can read it the girls who break up the boys who can't leave featuring yeah. jungmin um just oh my god dude yeah like if i've linked this song before, i don't even give a fuck at this yeah, point no. i'm gonna link it every fucking week if i have to, <laughs> until you understand how good this motherfucking song is oh yeah Oh yeah, hit so you in the feels. Uh, uh, that's just it's, the the personality of the saying that it's just so cool. Like it, they, they they do they have that really cool emotional personality of like uh, they're making hip hop, but they're just you know they're creating honest music and it's just really cool. I don't. Know, it's just, I, what more can you say? Right, like like I don't. There there are songs that I've heard from them that. I don't really that aren't my favorites, but it's just hard not to like them. You know? Yeah. It's just like, okay, I'm I'm not feeling the song, but fuck if it isn't good. And yeah. then when you go to translate the lyrics, like and you look at the lyrics and what they're talking you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Gary and Gil can write a motherfucking song, dude. Yeah. Like like yeah. holy shit. Um and just the way that Gary raps like yeah. so kind of monotone in a sense, you know? But so it just kind of lulls you're right. Like even even with his new shit that he's been putting out, it still has that that Gary, you know, where it's just like he's it's like he's talking to you in a sense, you know? Yeah. Like the song Zotamola, it's just like very monotone. Da, 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 da. Zotamola. You know, and yeah. he's just so chill about it. Yeah. It's like oh, Gary. Yeah. Uh and of um, course we got uh our you know uh, uh the man sometimes known as Kukjan on on family guy, uh family outing. Uh yeah. the mosquito voice uh, man the himself. The commander. <laughs> Kim Jong Kook. Kim Jong Kook. God the, um, my favorite moment is still when uh he they're with uh, Kim Tae Won and they uh, you know he does the note and then Kim Jong Kook hits that does the song and hits that note and you know rides that note. And you see, he already instinctively starts swatting at a mosquito. <laughs> like, what, what, where's that mosquito? What, what? <laughs> yeah. But, but as much as people love to make fun of Kim Jong-kook, the boy can sing. That, yeah. that man can ballad like no one, you know? Like, <laughs> he will ballad the fuck out of you. Um, yeah. and this song being, uh, uh, men are like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another song. Like, we just talked about songs hitting you in the feels. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> like, men are like that. What's the dude? It's like, we're just, we're dudes, man. 
we're dudes. Yeah. Can't help it. We can't help but be full sometimes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this video featuring an ex-Running Man member, um, you know, Sun and Jinky? just such a, a smooth, really, really good shot video. Yeah. Like, you know, so much symbolism, so much, so much feels. The feels. The oh, feels. God, the feels, you know? Oh, um, yeah. And like we said, Kim Jong-Kook singing is just, is, like, yeah. I don't, there's nothing you can really say about it. It's just so good. He, yeah. The man was made to sing ballads. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll, melt he your heart. he'll melt your heart. He'll melt your heart. Yeah. This is one of those things, like, this is one of those songs where I could tell somebody who's like, uh, K-pop, uh, like, you know, and may know one or two things about K-pop, but like, you put a song like this on, yeah. and, and even though they don't know the words, they're like, oh man, that dude is, he, he's feeling something right now. And yeah. You're like, yup. Yep. <laughs> like, that's what it's all about, man. Like, music translates no matter what. Like, yeah. And then this is one of those songs that proves that. Uh, but yeah, now, now one of those songs you tried to remember a couple episodes ago, but now you actually did remember. Uh, yeah! <laughs> D Unite, um, thank you. And, and we've welcome. talked welcome. about, we've talked about your, your, your thing with Narsha and the thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that is me with this song. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there was a moment, like, especially like when, when me and Peter are just kind of hanging out is that with like the rest of the kids and we're just chilling and you have that moment where it gets quiet and you hear Kaz go, thank you. Like, are you saying thank you? Huh? No, no. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not listening to this song on repeat again and again and and again. <laughs> and uh, making yeah. gifts out of the Maybe video yeah. of one of the girls eating French fries. I didn't do that. I didn't do any of that. Yeah, not at all. No, not at all. Um, oh, but also, also, this song features Benzino, and man, like Benzino hits it in this song. You know, yeah. for such a, a kind of smooth. Very K-poppy love song. Uh, Benzino really adds some flavor to this. Yeah. Um, and Benzino's a guy that, like, I always hear him featured in stuff, and I haven't really checked out a lot of his stuff, but, like, another cool kind of Korean rapper who just is kind of smooth in his way of rapping. Yeah. Uh, um, always featured on stuff. I, I, I usually see him featured on stuff, like, it's almost like he's like the, the Korean uh, PCP from Homestar Runner, where he's always featured on. <laughs> Uh, on stuff. He's like, he makes a professional career of being featured on things like, uh, right. It's like, uh, this is so cool. Uh, but yeah, it's just a fun song. It's like, thank you. Thank you. It's so catchy too. Uh, yeah. seeing this version of the unit this is cool. Uh, the ever changing numbers of the unit, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. D, D unit's one of those groups. They stay around, but every so often there's, a different girl or two in there, and you're like, yeah. "What? What? But they have a Janae but, girl. And they put out a song. Yeah, and then they, they put out a song, and you're like, "All right, yeah, all right, yeah." <laughs> yeah and I, really I kind of cool. like this lineup right now, and I'm, I'm hoping this lineup stays. But there's already been a couple of issues of of 
schedulings and, and Cause I know. getting people to stick things. Yeah. I know. It's like right now it's, uh, at least according to Wikipedia, it's just Ram, uh, Ram and Zin. It's just the two of them. Yeah. I know, uh, uh, Jeannie or Janae or, or, I don't know, uh, Janie, uh, Janie, uh, was there for a little while as like the rapper, but yeah. right now it's just the two. So we'll have to see. Did they add somebody else yeah. for a new album? But, uh, they did just have the single, which I, you know what we should check out at some point. They just released a single called It's You. So we should check that out. We'll do that when we okay. have the time. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, it's just a really fun song. Thank you. It's just a really fun song. Uh, so, but, uh, for my stuff that I have been listening to before the show, uh, while I was waiting around, just kind of sitting around, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was watching one of our videos and I decided to click that YouTube mix that you always see when you watch a music video over in the corner. Uh, mm. or when you watch any video yeah. and it, it like it, it for the video after this, it, it gave me basically 2013 and K-pop and, uh, you know, <laughs> a bunch of like really great songs that, uh, you know, just kind of give me a little bit of a flashback to, to this whole, to last year and made me realize, Oh yeah, infinite put out a really cool song this year too. It's like, Oh, that song and, uh, infinite's destiny. Uh, Made me rewatch that yeah. earlier, and damn, this is a really cool song, a really cool video to it too. Like it's just like yeah, really it was, cool. It was fun. Yeah, it's just a like the the song is catchy and like the style of it is catchy and like uh and and just kind of the, the 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 electronic instruments and like the 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 dubstepy stuff while still being like a steady beat song and like it's just. Really cool and, and fun, like the dance is super, uh, interesting. And it's always, uh, Infinite is a really cool group in that they're a pretty tight group from a not big three label, you know? Uh, though technically I guess Willem right. now is part of SM. Technically. But they're still Check. kind of an, uh, 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 their own little small label, which is cool. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, Infinite. Yeah. Infinite? Infinite? Infinite is is kind of always mentioned in like in conversation and in, in you know in talks when when talking about you know kind of the boy groups of right now and and that to me just is like wow they 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 must have something like yeah. I'm always listening to, to Infinite stuff but I I do give them respect for being who they are yeah and from you know I, I, it's there are groups that come out of the not the big three, but, uh, it's not as common and they're not always as top notch, you know, uh, when you see something yeah. like an infinite, uh, you know, infinite, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a really cool song. Uh, the song also, so going to the song that, uh, got me to that point, uh, which was, uh, so we're going to talk about later a song called open the door. Huh. Uh, and, but that reminded me of this really fun song that came out, uh, late last year that was a cover of a song that came out, like, in 2012, but by, uh, mm-hmm. an actor by the name of Im Chang, Im Chang, Im Chang Jung, or Lim Chang Jung, depending on how you romanize it, uh, right. called Open the Door, and this is kind of like an underrated, really funny video, to, like, it, it, that could've, if, 
Gangnam Style didn't exist and didn't take that that moment away could have captured that moment itself because like it is just this really fun video where uh Inchun Jung walk wanders around uh staring people straight. <laughs> it's like his uh his right. stares straight program because all he does is glare right. at you. It's the it's the he, he giving him the I know you just didn't look like. It's like <laughs> Tell me you didn't just do like, that, right? And it, it, it's just so fun that he's, he's going to like. He, it, it starts with him walking in on the boy group and seeing them just yeah. being fools and, and not respecting like, their somebody. Their They're like, yeah. right? And you know, goes through that. And like, I think my favorite, my favorite one in all of the, the, like, as I watched the video was, there's a, there are like people standing in a line. Dude looks at a girl's purse, pulls out her wallet, looks over it, see, sees, uh, Chung Jung standing there and it's just like, uh, uh, what? And they're just like, all right, fine. You know, puts it back. He's still staring at him. Like, puts money in her purse. <laughs> You know, b- bows and just walks away. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, uh, the disapproving stare of Im Chang Jung. Uh, and like the moment where he's mm-hmm. on the, on the train, the dude, uh, dude commandeering the whole bench and not letting an old lady sit down. It's like, oh, right. what are you, what are you looking at? Ah, look at me. I'm commandeering the bench. And he, he comes in, stares at him. And from what we can tell, probably beats him up a little bit. <laughs> And you see the dudes like massaging yeah. the little ladies like, you see, uh, am I doing a good job? Am I doing a good job? Like, <coughs> so many great moments and a cam, a, a bunch of cameos too. Uh, like yeah. all over the place, like a bunch of different people from the music, from, uh, from a bunch of, from, uh, all over the Korean industry, including, uh, our old friend Kim Sudo, stepmother Kim, <laughs> uh from family outing <laughs> yeah early on in the uh oh, in the the uh the restaurant tours uh overusing I, MSG and everything can i say um i and i had this thought the other day because i was listening to another podcast um and they were talking about gangnam style right yeah and of course from the perception of anyone that doesn't know korean entertainment yeah. right but knows the Gungnam style video mm-hmm. and like sees things and you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like I just hate the stupid perception, right? Because it's like, Oh man, that side video, man, like the, the freaking, the guy in the elevator, right? Who's Hong Chong. And yeah. No, Hong Chong, yeah. like, you know, like if you care enough to want to talk about it that much, why not learn who those people are? Yeah. Why not look into it just just a little bit, just yeah. a teeny tiny Google search? Who's the guy in the elevator? Oh, okay, he's a comedian, right? Like that's all I care for you to do. You don't need to go and see things that Ho Chong has been in or done or any of that because I understand you don't you don't care to that extent. That's perfectly fine. But if you want to be the foremost expert on fucking size Gungnam style yeah. video. At least know who, who, what the people in the video do. Don't yeah. just be like, oh, some random dude that's in the yellow reader. Cause it's not some random dude that's in the yellow reader. You know? Yeah. It's, it, Ho Chong is a hardworking comedian, you know? Yeah, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to like, made or, or, you know, say anything about that, but 
it just always fattens me when people are like, oh, you know, that Gundam style video from Psy, man. And it's just like, meant, you know, so, you know, blah, 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 yeah. whatever, whatever you decide to say about it. And unless you're making more than the two cents of like, that was an interestingly funny video. When you try to like go into the breakdown of it, but you don't know any more than what the video is. Yeah. You're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and God bless him, uh, Scott Johnson recently was talking about, uh, Gentleman when that, like, came out. And, of course, they were like, oh, look at this guy. Uh, eh, I'm bored of him. Why is he even trying to do another thing? It was like, okay, whatever. Uh, but they, they, they talked about the video and they, they, I think they made an aside of like, oh, uh, the guy with the moppy hair, the, like, the, the Korean, uh, uh, what, what's this? The Korean, uh, uh, god damn it, now I can't remember the, the, the name. Uh, mm-hmm. whatever. The, the, uh, oh, it's gonna bug me. Uh, the Korean version of blank. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna have to look it up on Wikipedia because I, I cannot function not, without realizing this. UHF, the movie. We emo know. Phillips. The Korean emo Phillips. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, th- that guy is renowned entertainer, UJ Suk. Like, that guy is, uh, one of the hardest yeah. me- working men in, in the Korean entertainment industry. You just kind of just sum right. him up as the dude with the wig. Like, but it's like, I have to understand that. It's like, like, it's just a different perspective. Mm-hmm. They just know one viral video and then the follow up to that one viral video. Uh, and, and to be honest, I didn't really know anything about, uh, the Korean music industry before Gangnam Style, so, uh, I can understand the initial yeah, ignorance. Yeah, but, but. But to purport to, I, you know, know stuff. I love, I, and, yeah, and, and I can under, I can always understand the initial ignorance, right? I can always understand that. But when you try to surmise somebody and, and you haven't, you haven't, tried in a sense to even even look into it because you know that that's how a lot of people are right now right because there are people who are like oh man so i made a new thing let me go look at it or whatever right and then there are people who are going to be like scott and and don't understand that this is what Sai has been doing forever For you know what i'm saying this is his career this is how he makes his money yes he had one popular hit that went worldwide and made him more of a name in more places than than he normally is to people that he would not normally have reached out to to see his work and his stuff and and that's fine but you have to understand that this is what he's been doing yeah for forever in a sense you know what i'm saying he he didn't come out yesterday make gungam style and get popular he was already somewhat popular and Gungam style just skyrocketed. Yeah. You know? And yeah. yes, the next thing after that may not have that same appeal to the, the virtual masses that, that latched on the Gungam style, but to the people who know Sai and know Sai's work and know what Sai does and know who Sai is, gentlemen is really good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. and, and it and succeeded almost that, pretty much almost as much. Uh, not quite right, as much, but it still succeeded. And that's the thing that I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And like for you, like you said, yeah, like you didn't know a lot before Gungam Style came along. 
But you went, hey, Kaz, you know about these things. And, you know, and, and I will not say that the, the abundance of everyone asking me about Psy did not get <laughs> annoying. <laughs> um, but everyone that, that we know at least tried, right? They yeah. were like, okay. You, for all intents and purposes, are the the gateway to that door that I don't know about, but I'm slightly interested in. You know? Yeah. And I went, well, here are... And I went, you know what? Okay, here's the information that you need. Yeah. Cool. And most people stop there. <coughs> but for you, you kept, you kept going. You were like, all right, I'm going to see what's in here. And, yeah. you know, that's how we got here. You yeah. know? It, for... for Whatever, say. Yeah, we got here through K-pop, and then eventually, I think for me, what was the best thing through all the journeys, through all the different you know YouTubers that I connected, that I started following, and all the different things. I ended up starting now. Like my thing that is more closer to my heart now is, I, lo- I you know I dig K-pop, I dig it. You know, it's fun pop music, but like Korean indie music, like I'm going to talk about now, Korean indie music. Like I talked about Love Exterio last week. Uh, hi guys, love Exario. They, 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 uh, tweeted me back in appreciation. Uh, and I love it. Uh, another great group that, uh, is in the Korean indie scene is Gogo Star. Uh, yeah. And I linked a couple of their videos, one for Runway, which is just a fun song, and mm-hmm. one for the one of the recent, uh, songs, God of Snowy Fields. And they just have this really cool, electronic just like kind of uh, similar to uh love of stereo this electronic indie rock sound that's very fun danceable energetic and like hyperactive and uh and a little frantic for one of the for some of the songs and but it's just really cool and i i imagine it must be amazing to watch live like i i really want to see gogo star live like, it's one of the reasons I would love yeah. to go to Korea is just to see not just Go Go Star, but a bunch of like different groups that are there in the music scene that are, I imagine they, they, they're all there playing awesome songs in these like, you know, random, uh, clubs with English names, you know, and like, but like making really cool songs that they just don't happen to have YouTube channels, you know, uh, but they're still kicking right. ass. They, they, they very much reminded me of Visual K. Yeah. In their style. Not necessarily their music, but their style so much reminds me of Visual K. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of like their songs. It has that kind of punk rock, you know, feel and, and sound to it. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's just really fun. Well, the poppy punk rock. Yeah. Sound like the poppy fun. punk. But either way. Still really fun. Yeah, still really cool. And I I have to honestly say, like, we're going to talk about, you know, groups coming to, trying to make it in America. If anything that will, like, cross, I I have this feeling, and probably this is completely unfounded, but if anything could have a foothold here in America from the Republic of Korea, I would say something Mm -hmm. indie, like either Gogo Star, or Love Exterio, or maybe something like Glenn Check, uh, which I, I might bring in some Glenn Check to, to, for us to talk about, uh, next week. Uh, but something like that could have a, a maybe a different 
better, I don't know, maybe just a different enough entryway into the States to really succeed. Like, cause, you know, all these K-pop groups are trying to cross over, but, you know, it's funny, like, we talk about UKIS, uh, did a quote unquote US tour, but they basically went to New York and LA. Uh, I think a couple of the groups might hit like a couple of non-standard, but mostly it's just like they come to LA and then they hit New York and they go back. LA, New York, go back. I love Exterio toured the states. They went to New York and they went to, but they went to Toronto. They, they're going to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Uh, they went to a couple of places in Canada. I think they hit Boston. Love Exterio, this little indie group, did like a U.S. tour <laughs> with a bunch of different mm-hmm, dates. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think it almost says like I, I think the like the indie, the different, they have a different enough foothold that they could cross over in America more so than uh, a K-pop group or an idol group or something like that. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because I think I think. From the American perspective, in a sense, like they've had their fill of of the group pop thing, in a sense, yeah, and and kind of the more creative stuff is is what might make it, or um, it, it's gonna be the kind of single person because because. Yeah. Americans are a little bit too ignorant to understand the group dynamic. Yeah. Outside of, oh, like, NSYNC. Oh, yeah. like, you know, B2K, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's what it's always, it's always going to be this kind of thing. Yeah. But there are people who are popular in America out, outside of the understanding of K-pop because they've been around for a while, like Seven and Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah. Um, Rain had a uh, fake rivalry was... with uh, Stephen Colbert. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think like outside of that, it's going to be some kind of band or or indie kind of group in a sense. Yeah, especially um, Love Exterior, who does all those things songs in English, which is really rad. I think that could be the character. Right. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Go Go Stars right. a really group. Go really great group. Go check them out. I'm looking forward to them and Love Exterior maybe putting together a full album. All they've done is hit us with EPs, but it, once they come out with a full album, I, I, that, on top of everything, will also let me be able to throw it into the queue for record breakers <laughs> and see what the guys think. Uh, though, I don't yeah. know, c- coming off with a... Uh, I mean, that that's a good place to test these dynamics that we talk about, is is almost in an experimental sense to just, you know, see what Americans who have some music taste think of these kind of things, you yeah. know? Uh, well, that'll be a future plan. Look forward to that on Record Breakers, recordbreakerspodcast.com. Synergy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, that was the music, what we've been listening to. Uh, now we go into headlines. Okay, so, we finally have that group that we've been talking about that has been teased from JYP. JYP's newest boy group, GOT7. Yeah. Uh, one thing we know about them is that they're acrobatic. They're supposed to be the new 2PM, at least according to some people. I don't know if that's the case. That's and a, all, 
That's a wide, that's a broad claim. Yeah. That's a big claim. That's a, I'm sorry. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Like, I, if, if I was, if like, if I was a Korean trainee and like my group's about to debut, I would never, there are two things I would never want. I would never want to be compared to the bigger group on my label or be compared to Super Junior. Yeah. At all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, as soon as I'm like, oh, nope, I'm done. I quit. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Where's Don Ho? Like, Let me go hang out with Don Ho. Yeah. Right. Cause as soon as you do that, I'm, I'm, I, that's scary. Like, yeah. you say, this is supposed to be the new 2 p.m. Yeah. Dude, what? No. Uh, also, the third thing we know about them is apparently uh, they seemingly have the worst uh, fashion designer on staff for them. Because <laughs> goddamn, those outfits are, are hideous. Uh, but yeah, they came out with a video for Girls, Girls, Girls. From uh, what I can tell, not a cover of the Motley Crue song at all. Right. Uh, yeah, we went through this last week with <laughs> with the um, what was it? Uh, uh, Dancing Queen. Yeah. <laughs> not an AVA cover. This is not a Motley Crue cover. But this right. is uh, uh, its own thing. You you got to see the the thing. You got to see the video. What did you think yeah, of yeah. Got it was, 7? It was interesting. Like, when you hear that kind of first initial beat, which which isn't the beat throughout the song in the video, I'm just like, uh, And I'm like, all right, we're riding through the streets on motor scooters and shit. And, oh, Secret Club. And then when the song actually starts... And, you know, I, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm, this isn't that bad. I'm not, this is not that bad. This is pretty, it, it's pretty standard. Yeah. Um, but, and, and I wasn't, I wasn't overall impressed with their dancing skills, uh. but it makes me, it, it gives me enough hope to want to see more from them. Yeah. You know, yeah. because I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm judging them comparatively to everything else. You know what I'm saying? So in, in comparison to everything else, yeah, okay. I see the acrobatics. I see the kind of America's best dance crew style of dancing in here, you know, yeah. uh, with a lot of singles, a lot of, you know, group unison movements, a lot of break pop, mm-hmm. um, dancing stuff and stuff like that and trying to be acrobatic or mm-hmm. whatever. And, and, uh, singles and stuff like that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, wa- watch a couple episodes of America's Best Dance Crew or watch some YouTube videos and you'll, yeah. you'll see what I'm talking about when you get into, uh, group, like group moves and singles and stuff like that. Like singles are like, okay, they break and then one person standing there does something. And yeah. then right at the end of what he's doing, everybody comes back and is doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watch a couple episodes of America's Best Dance Crew and if you do, just know, yes, little mama is that dumb. <laughs> uh, uh, but that aside, uh, yeah, the dance crew style, uh, you know, dancing, it's as opposed to the uniform style. It's more of a dance crew style rather than a uniform style. It's more hip hop rather than yeah. pop, though it is pop. It's just kind of a more hip hop flavor to it. Uh, and it has a little bit of a, a, a swing and a swagger to it, which is cool. And, and it's, it's a little, there's some paid by numbers stuff, but it's interesting. You know, it's more, it's a good manageable size. Uh, I, I do have to say, I really, I, I'm trying to find what those, those like, uh, motorized skateboards are. 
Like, yeah, because those are pretty I rad. I was, like, I was like, that's dumb. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like that's dumb. I want one. Where is it? Where can I buy one? I want one now. Uh, I red. I want the red one. <laughs> uh, I had that. I had that same moment. I was just like, "Well, I, like I'm the one who had, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. This is motorized skateboards. What do you think you're cool? That red one is kind of sweet." <laughs> uh, like, but uh, but yeah, no, I'm 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 we're on our on our on our level. That, that we have kind of somewhat created of, of Super Junior and, and Bangtown Boys. Yeah. I'm going to put them dead in the center right now. Yeah. A little bit like, kind of I, above I'm the Mendoza sh- line, but, but still not, not quite in the, the top tier. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause this could go Bangtown Boys any minute. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. If not, if not handled correctly, but, uh, it, it, it's interesting. And, and, uh, one of the cool things that Asian Junkie, uh, points out that the, w- their goal is to aim for EXO's fan base to kind of quote unquote, uh, in per- proverbially, uh, snatch their wig as, uh, as the youngins like to say, uh, uh, the young people, the young hip kids like to say those things. Uh, and, and they actually posit a really cool idea that the EXO is the, uh, is the wolf prince. And Got Seven is more the Fox Knight. Or in other words, it's, uh, Cloud versus Titus. <laughs> which is just a, a weird, but really kind of, it, it works as a way to reference. Yeah, yeah. It's understandable as a way to compare them. Cause like, they're more the Titus style rather than the Cloud. You know, they're not, they're not brooding and, and like sad. They're more rascally and upbeat and fun and cute and, uh. But also, as I watched this video, I realized somebody lost their hat and didn't pick it up very coolly. They cut till he could pick it up. Like I said, like I said, they're coming for EXO style, losing their hats and everything. Right, but he didn't. But he didn't. He didn't recover and pick it right back up. So no, yeah, they're not quite on that level yet. They didn't. They didn't yeah. save the take. They had to cut. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta get on EXO's level. Yeah, yeah, get on the level. Uh, but yeah, it's promising. We hope for good things going forward. Uh, we're, now we revisit a group. You shared with me this, uh, video from a yes. group we talked about video before. Uh, Top Dog, or as the Kanga oh, is, Top Dog. I don't dog. have to watch it again, right? No, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's Top Dog, Open the Door, like I said, the song that, that, uh, inspired me to look up the other one. Uh, open the door. You saw the video. You're the one that gave it to me. Give, give a kind of a summation of what, what is going on in the video. It is, uh, it is, uh, it's the K-pop we complain about. <laughs> you know? Uh, it is very, very much the K-pop we complain about. It, it, it's uniform. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's simplistic moves trying to flow into a, a complicated dance that isn't that complicated so people can do it. Um, and it's a lot of look at why I'm so pretty. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And, and a, a lot of groups are doing this now where they're trying to define each member by hairstyles. Yeah. Again. 
And, you know, so, like, some guy has long red hair, some guy has highlights, one guy has black, another guy has to have blonde, but, you know, you can't have two blondes in the group anymore, so this guy has to have blue in his hair, and, you know, oh, and they're so edgy and hip-hop, but they're they're pretty, and it's just like, the song is... That one does, uh, that one does egg yolk. This one's the, the brooding one. That one's the, right. the one that has a terminal illness and that one, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know the concepts. I think I introduced a new K-pop concept. We're going to bring back together. <laughs> the, we're going to have one with a terminal illness. <coughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's, okay, so th- this is a group that has like 13 members, as if I remember. Yeah. And it's, that's the interesting, the, the, it's almost the, <clears throat> where that concept can go wrong. Having that many members leads you to almost naturally do the thing. And this is going to be a weird analogy, but naturally do what's, uh, to, uh, in a K-pop group, what step by step did as a sitcom yeah. and, uh, step by step and Brady Bunch additionally, you know, the, the, the show that they ripped off. Is that they have so many kids because each kid fulfills an archetype to, for, that you need to have a successful sitcom. One's the brainy kid. One's the sarcastic, uh, wise beyond the ears kid. One's the, uh, the rambunctious, uh, boys will be boys, uh, kid. Uh, one's the tomboy. One's the, uh, you know, the, the airheaded, uh, pretty girl, you know. <coughs> And they fit all these archetypes, so you have everything covered. You have all your bases covered for all of the characters you need for the successful sitcom. And that's the case with, like, in K-pop, where you have these big groups. you like, alright, this one's the Eggyo kid. This one's mm-hmm. the edgy one. This one's the flower boy. This one's the, the you know, wolf prince. This one's the fox knight. This one's the, uh... That, you know, this one's the, the angry rapper, you know, this one's the leader and, you know, they, they could run the gamut of all of the, the archetypes where, and then you have, all right, pick one, ladies. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's the, that's basically the goal, which again, it's not something that other K-pop groups aren't doing, but it's a little more barefaced when you have that many members and you don't disguise it as well. Like you don't. Right. Pepper right. it and season it as well. It, like I said, when we go by that scale again, Super Junior. Yeah. You know, had 12, 13 members, and they had a lot of changes in members too, but a lot of those dudes had personality, you know? Yeah. They weren't just and, the and, archetypes that they existed for. Right. Um, and I don't know, like, I think I've I've heard some things from Top Dog that I like, but this this song is just so standard and you yeah. know, yeah. and it's it, a little paint it, by it, numbers. Yeah, and you have so much of the okay, got to get this guy on camera, got to get this guy on camera. So it it's so hard cut, you know. Yeah, because you, you got to show off everybody, yeah. you know, one yeah. to appease the fans and to appease the members at the same time. Yeah, and. Uh, just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving on to something else. Uh, speaking of, you know, coming to America, like I said, Tiara and Nefor, uh, the subgroup of Tiara oh, have decided God. that they want to come to America. Um, Core Concepts Media want, had decided to 
do uh, what JYP couldn't do with Wonder Girls and uh, make it in America. And they're going to have an album or, or a single or I guess an album called Misunderstood. Uh, no, not the pink album. Uh, mm. the, it, it's a whole new album featuring Chris Brown, Wiz Khalifa, Ugh. and Ray Ugh. J. Ugh. Ugh. It's like... Did this, I say ugh? Because I meant to say ugh. Yeah, it, it's it it's, it seems it, you know it seems like the biggest joke ever, but it, it from all intents and purposes, it looks like it's real. Um, this it's going to be bad. We know it's going to be bad, but it could also be hilariously bad. Chances are, it's going to be hilariously bad, and it, you know you're going to get be able to get your popcorn. And marvel at the Schadenfreude. Oh. Sorry. I did, uh, <sighs> all right. Bring it in. Focus. Use your words. <sighs> this is dumb. Okay. I am only, I am only upset because anytime, anytime K-pop tries to to use the light and come to America, they always align themselves with what I consider some of the worst people in music. Yeah, they're popular and and all that stuff and their shit is catchy and that you know that's why they're popular. But I always feel like, man, there are so there's so many better people you could align yourself yeah. with to do these kind of projects. But these are the people who will instantly say yes because they want to keep holding on to their little bits of popularity and stuff yeah. like that. And they want to and, keep making money. <laughs> and because a lot of K-pop borrows from hip-hop and R&B, they always try to align themselves with hip-hop and R&B artists. Um, and I just feel like that's not always what you need to do. You know? Yeah. It's um, funny because like the artists that they, the, the people, the, the, the people that they collaborate, they can collaborate with to make hits, uh, here in the States and more in the West are the people that, uh, for some of them are the people that are already collaborating with. Cause if you look at some of the, the, uh, albums and you see the, some of the credits, I know from Girls Generation I've seen, uh, and from Kara, I believe, and a few other artists, when you look at like the composer list, and like you click on some of the composers that they've been working with, you see their other credits, and you see like some some of them like lists of like, oh yeah, that's a huge hit in America, huge hit in America, huge hit. Their composers that they're already working with can make hits in America. They just need people to write them coherent songs in English, and they're set. Like, right? Like, uh. Th- and they don't invest so much money and so much time into this, uh, effort that if it fails, it's a lot of, inve- a lot invested into something that fails miserably. Uh, where if you do it a little more smart, like if it doesn't, if you do it a little more smart with the people you're already composing songs with and maybe just translating some stuff and using what is you're already doing and coming to America, if it doesn't work out, you don't, it, not as much as lost. Like the girls' generation, uh, the boys, they had the English version, which was the English album. It was just a, a single that they had also in Korean, 
and I think the Japanese as well. But they came over, they did, you know, Regis, they did, uh, Letterman, and they did a couple things, and they had this song. It didn't, I don't know if it blew up in America, but it didn't really blow up in America, but they, they did some shows, they showed up, they did some things, planted some seeds, and then they went back. No real harm done. But, if you, if you're not sure about what you're investing your time and money in, when you come to America, or if you just invest it wrong, it could blow up in your face and you could end up with the current state for the Wonder Girls. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, <clears throat> I always just constantly think the stuff is just not thought out very well. Like, yeah. like I'm not going to rant about it right now, but just how I feel about that whole, oh, you know, Two eighty one working with Will I Am on that yeah. on that album. What happened yeah. to that? You know, like and it was probably because when it re- when really thought about it, like Will I Am did not have the right tools or mindset to be able to do to anyone's style of music any justice. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and or or they just want to work on it a lot more or something like that or whatever it might be, but. To me, you know what would have been cool? Most of the girls in 281 know English, and most of them know and understand how to write songs rather well. And you know what you also got over there at YG? YG? Tony Park. <laughs> Tony Park, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like... They can do it on their own. Right. They don't need anybody. If you want collaborators, you can work with some really creative people, like... There are better people to work with, like uh Timbaland could work out mm-hmm. really well. You know the Neptunes, uh, you know Pharrell. You know having Pharrell guest on it, Neptunes produce it. That would be that would be uh, top notch. Uh, <clears throat> think outside the box. You know working with other producers. You know Danger Mouse. You know it would be cool to have a K-pop group work with Danger Mouse. He's he's a top notch producer, but he's kind of in a different realm uh, of music, it's just that he he's not somebody that they know as a the, um, America hip hop guy. That guy, you know, it's not a name that they know, so they might not work with him. But yeah, it, it's it can be done better, a little more thought out. Uh, it, it almost feel like we need to be hired. K-pop companies, you know, the big companies, hire us. We'll tell you what to do. <laughs> like you know what? here's this producer we've never heard of him no but he'll make her shit sound good and he'll do it fucking justice since you want to fucking have an american producer produce an american album with your k-pop group for you instead of using the producers that you already have and just getting people to translate your songs and then rework them so they're coherent in english yeah Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, but yeah that's uh that's neither here nor there but that's just a whole thing Hopefully, better ideas, but yeah, two hundred to four is gonna be hilarious. I'm excited <sighs> because it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be hilarious. Yeah. Um, something that isn't well, it could be good or bad depending on what project he picks. But Rain is talking is in talks to more for more American films. Uh, he's yeah. Got, he's uh. Well, the funny thing about this article that I pointed out is it said that uh, while most people, while most uh artists are kind of uh, promoting their work after they release an album. Rain is just resting. 
And he's not going to appear on any music programs from here on out. It's like he did his like one little quick cycle and he's done. Like, no, I'm he's good. not rested. Like, Rain is a hardworking man and that is rude. Okay? <laughs> that is fucking hey, rude. Hey, you don't have to. But, you know, uh, if, if a- he didn't want to, no. You know what? You know what? Rain, don't even put out the album now. They're, just fucking, <laughs> they're, they're rude and ungrateful. No, Rain, seriously, don't put out that album because 30 Sexy is fucking hot. Um, yeah. But no, 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 no. So, so, uh, we were talking about this er- earlier. Uh, Rain has been doing the kind of reality show thing and, and yeah. kind of giving the look into his life. And in one of the episodes, you see him go to America to film, um, to film parts in an American movie that he's going to be in and how hard he worked to make sure, you know, he, he was speaking his English good and, and had all that stuff down and, 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 you know, got it, got it really well. And it, I think it's a Bruce Willis film. I'm not sure what the film is called or what it's supposed to be. I think, I think it's called The Prince or something like that. Yeah. Something I, I, I didn't care. Um, <laughs> But, but, you know, Rain went up there, did that, and he's gonna have some action scenes in the movie, and it's gonna, it's gonna look really nice. And, you know, like we were just saying, like, Rain is one of those people who has the ability to possibly be able to come over here and, Amer- into America and, and make it big, you know, because of the, the work that he puts in, and because of the music that he does, and because he is that singular, singular solitary person, right? Yeah. Like, all you have to do is promote Rain. All you have to worry about is Rain. Yeah. You know, and you can do that, and and yeah. that's who Rain is, and and that's gonna be good. That's what yeah. it is, and I, I, I'm excited to see what Rain does. I hope he picks good projects, though. Yeah. You know, because like Bruce Willis is getting to that point where every other film is like, uh, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, right. it could be good. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully. No, for, we 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 need we're like long overdue of looking at some of these recent uh Korean movies. So we we need to actually sit down and try to figure out how we can catch these recent Korean movies. Uh, as yeah, we're yeah. Uh, but yeah, but hoping for really good good things from Rain. He's he's awesome. Uh, but another thing we've been we've been uh recently anticipating with much uh excitement. Uh, Gary, uh, came out with his, uh, solo album, solo mini album, his first solo mini mm-hmm. album outside of Lee Sang, uh, with, uh, his, it's, uh, Mr. Ga, uh, a play on his original nickname in school that spawned the name Gary, uh, literally Mr. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he released a couple of videos for it. Uh, Jotomola and Shower Later. Uh, Jotomola is a really cool video. You know what the funny thing is though? You know, like, the real funny thing is like, we were, we, we sat here, we, we got the teasers, and there was one more that was supposed to come out, and we we're like, alright, 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 that one more is gonna come out. Then it finally comes out, and we're like, alright, so we, you know, we're, we're, come, it came out like, when we were like in the midst of us recording and we're yeah. like, okay, so that's out. Cool. Great. You know, we, we talked about it and then it's just like, all right, now we just got to wait for the videos to come out. And I think both me and you in our heads are so used to the K-pop schedule that we're like, all right, those videos are a couple, couple weeks down the road. Came out like a day later. <laughs> we're like, all right. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, all right. Well, now we just gotta, we just gotta wait. Just gotta wait for the album to come out. And I feel like right when we're done recording, like 
which we're recording on a Sunday, like the album's going to drop Tuesday. Uh, yeah. It what? It may, if it hasn't already dropped out. What kind of time? Right. <laughs> like, what kind of timeline is that? Gary, this isn't a K-pop timeline. You yeah. gotta, you gotta promote the, the one song that you released a video for for a month, then you release the other video, then you release another teaser, and then, and then we don't hear that song, and then the album drops, like, a month later, and, and then you're already working on another album, and we're like, wait, what? And then they huh? call it a comeback. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got, uh, one of the videos was Jotomola, and it is a pretty simple video. It's, uh, him in a big tube, uh, systematically getting drowned. <laughs> or basically the water coming up, and it's basically him kind of being, uh, engulfed in his feelings, uh, and being overcome with his feelings of, of love. And of course, it's gonna be interpreted as a song, a love song for Sung Jihyo, uh, by everyone. <laughs> Yeah, at some point, that's exactly. It's all about the Monday couple. Always. But yeah, the video is really cool. What do you What do you think of of Jotomola as a song in a video? I I like it. Like I really, really like it. Um, I like both songs. Like I like Shower Later. I like Jotomola. Um, I'm trying to, like, I'm just trying to put them together in my head correctly. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, you know, Zotomola is, you know, the one where you kind of have, you kind of have the whole kind of cool, you know, just black and white Gary and this two, Gary rapping the way Gary raps. Yeah. Just, uh real monotone and chill and just like, you know, and then ugh, every time he comes around in the song to the part where he's just like, Zotomola, I'm just like, oh, Gary, yes, yes, dude, yes. Yeah. Like, uh, and then shower later, we had a discussion about, we were just like, there are some ladies in this video. <laughs> some, uh, some, uh, uh very, uh, promiscuous, uh, Western Orient, Western, uh, uh, oriented ladies. Yeah. Some, some hot looking white bitches is what we're trying to say. Hot looking white bitches. Very much so. Like, uh, and, and you our know, man Gary is just who he is and just monotone and, and chilling. Doesn't show a lot of emotion. Like, I love the part where like the girl's supposed to be all sexy and they're working on the car and she's supposed to be so sexy. He drops the wrench, but it's just so like blase to Gary. He's just like, huh. Oh, yeah. I dropped up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, and God. I'm, and I'm just, I think I'm really excited for this. I just want to keep hearing more songs from it. Like, I cannot wait for, um, uh, the, the drunk song. Yeah. I can't remember what the title it was. It was like Drunken Night or something like that. Yeah. Drunken Night, Drunken Night, Drunken Night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. gonna be, it's gonna oh. be really interesting. And, uh, I know the the uh shower later had a little bit of a of a something borrowed from the Benny Ben Benny Benassi satisfaction video, which I which I noticed was like eh, the the chick with the jackhammer. Like like I remember that part from something else. It's like eh, can't fool me, Gary. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just a really you know, it's an interesting song and of course it's already been banned. 
from various <laughs> places, and he can't promote any of his songs at any any of the music shows apparently because you know they're they're a little too vulgar. Uh, well, yeah, like fucking shower later is talking about you know, yeah, doing stuff and then showering later, you know, yeah. and, and uh, Zoltamola but just by the title is hard to promote. Yeah, you know, it's like. <laughs> You know, the, the title of the song is I Don't Fucking Know. It's like, uh, I can't imagine the, the hosts of, uh, Music Bank or Inkagayo standing there all being all perky and cute going, now Gary with t- Mola. Uh, Mola. Like, yeah. here's Kung Gary with Zatamola. <laughs> Zatamola. It's like, uh, you're not gonna, you're gonna see that happen. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's still really cool, and, and it's always nice to see this side of Gary, uh, the the of somebody we're into almost. At least we like to think we're intimately familiar with through the Running Man, uh, a different side to him, uh, and his music side, and him shining on his own, uh, without Gil, uh, mm-hmm. in kind of his own style. Uh, though it would have been interesting if they had pulled an outcast and done a speaker box style album where it was Gary's <laughs> album, Gary's mini album and Gil's mini album all together. That would have been cool. That, that's what well, we don't know yet. We don't know. We never know. They could have, we could assemble like, they could assemble like the Avengers after, right. after Gil does something. Uh, but yeah, that, that's always really cool. We love Gary. Go Gary. Uh, uh alright, so. Time for our drama talk. Uh, oh, drama. Drama. We need, we need like bumps. Like, yeah. What you listening to? And then like, um. Headlines. And like. Drama for your mama. It's like, what you watching? I'm watching my stories. Drama talk. Uh, but yeah, uh, I finally got pretty much deep into uh and I'm ready to share my thoughts on uh this show that you presented for me in uh, your quest to teach me the world of Korean dramas. Uh what is the show that uh we're talking about today? Okay. We are talking about Secret Garden and we've been kind of talking about this show in the in the midst of talking about airs just because airs ran a little bit longer than I think we ever intended for it to. Yeah. Uh, and, and I just, it, uh, but yeah, but in the wake of that, we were also, well, you were also watching Secret Garden, which I have watched one or two times before. Um, and, and kind of fallen in love with even, even through its concept. So Secret Garden is, of course, a romantic comedy, romantic comedy about, uh, two people that, that, um, kind of come together from two star cross points. You have a girl who wants to be a, uh, a stunt man or a stunt woman, uh, and kind of this rich, pretty boy who, who, you know, spends his money on frivolous things and, and, you know, works, works. I forget what the, what his other thing was. Uh, um, he, his other thing is that he's, uh, claustrophobic and, uh, I don't know. There's some incident with uh, a car accident that uh, I haven't gotten to yet, but 
they keep yeah. teasing. Uh, but he's working through some things emotionally and he's, he rarely shows up to his job though. He likes being the considered the high up guy. He's very proud of his status. He's very, very much, uh, is kind of that rich jerk, but eventually you learn it's with a heart of gold. Uh, and then something crazy happens. Right, Kaz? Yes. So here's where the premise of the show kind of shines. It's a Freaky Friday um, premise where the two star-crossed lovers end up switching bodies. Oh, no! Oh, no. And, and as silly as that sounds and as dumb as that sounds, it's it's actually handled really well and pretty fucking funnily. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Because... Yeah. It, well, just because she has all these things that she has to do, like, you know, she has the stunt training and all this other stuff, and then he has to do it, and he's terrible at it. Yeah. And, you know, she has to necessarily not really do anything or, or rustle any feathers, but that's her personality. And yeah. I always love that personality in girls in dramas yeah. is when they are the, the, you know, the, the type who are just like, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, it, or, or feisty. In yeah, a sense. or feisty. Yeah, it's funny because like, uh, so you start with these people that meet through, uh, you know, unusual circumstances and seem death, you know, destined to be around each other. Uh, you know, this, uh, these two characters. So there comes a moment where they do switch bodies, and it you see how they view things be from a different perspective and almost see themselves from the outside perspective. You know, it does all the really cool things like hearing about themselves from different people, you know, from somebody that isn't them. Like, you know, hearing what people say about you behind your back, you know, uh, <clears throat> hearing what your past, how your past relationships have affected people, uh, and things like that. And, and it's always fun. And, uh, and they also do the fun, silly stuff of having to deal with, uh, I'm a guy and I'm in a girl's body, you know, it's like, uh, and then having to try to prevent each other from, from getting naked or from like, you know, exploring themselves. Like, Hey, don't you dare try to get a shower. You will stay smelly. It's like, you are not seeing all of my stuff. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it's always funny. It's like the first time, uh, the first time that, uh, 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 has to, uh, go to the bathroom as, uh, Juwan. Uh, she freaks out because, you know, she, it's like, ah! She like, <laughs> just screams. It's like, what's wrong? It's like, why you, and she's just shaken. You see her visibly shaken and affected by the experience. It's like, <laughs> uh, and it's just, I was saying, the first time she sees Oscar, Naked while, while in Juwan's body and, and it's like, he's, she screams and, and Oscar takes it upon himself to start flexing in front of him. It's like, and you see her just like, and, and she passes, she faints. Uh, and it just makes her, uh, some, you know, it, 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 it lets you indulge in some silliness and fun. Uh, and also kind of creates, uh, like the moment where the, the VVIP member, uh, sexually harasses the, the, the employee. And 
of course, uh, Gidaim's just her personality. Her she she uh, talks to him calmly a little bit, but then punches out the pervert. And then yeah. like, and then but the funny thing is that uh, watching that, I could see where Juan could come back, come in and say, "Why did you do that?" Because I could see where his approach isn't necessarily would have been the wrong approach. He says like. I would have opened an investigation, pulled CC, you know, cir- closed circuit cameras, and sued him. Like, like I would, you know, think. So you kind of you you get to uh, uh, appreciate how she thinks and approaches the situation, but you can also see how his is also a different way of approaching a situation like that. That isn't necessarily the wrong one, uh, and you know, the one you're rooting against is just like. Or you you can see the fault in how in how she thinks and the fault in the her feistiness because you know she's feisty and reactionary but almost <laughs> to a fault. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it just has so many fun characters, doesn't it, Kaz? No, the the characters are fun, and you know it it's it's really more meant to be funny. You know, like it it really comes off that like. <laughs> The, the bits and all that stuff, like, like, both of them trying to get dressed. Yeah. Like, that montage of them putting on clothes is just yeah. pretty interesting. Like I said, um, it's like the, the whole, like, you know, trying to learn how to put on a bra. And you see the, the male actor, you know, flawlessly doing it. It's like, here, you just put it on, you know, tie it in front of you, spin it around, put the girls away, and then pull up your straps. It's like, yeah. That's just how you do it. It's like, it's like, it's just a simple explanation. It's just, uh, the, you see, uh, Juwan in, uh, Ryan's body struggle with it and it's hilarious. It's adorable. Uh, uh, it's so much fun. And some, uh, and, and then they switch, and it becomes a thing where they keep switching and switching back, uh, and a couple times during the show. Uh, I've only gotten to past episode 13, so I'm looking forward to the rest of, kind of how it finishes up, but it's so much, I think it, it has that comedy, but it has so much of those sweet endearing moments and like the romance of it all. And the, and you can kind of, you, it has more of a balance where you see the romance and you understand how the attraction, uh, you know, cause it's very, it's very easy to make, try to make a jerk with a heart of gold but just end up with just a jerk, uh, which in a lot of the dramas, they, they, it could happen very easily. But when you can balance it, you can see how the actions could be something endearing, even if they're flawed. That That's where it could really work out really well. Uh, and, you know, it has its paint-by-numbers moments. It has the, the show has its own paint-by-numbers moments, but it doesn't... It does everything really well and it's really funny and really sweet. And, you know, it's a really nice little dramedy, mostly comedy, but has like the, those dramatic moments. Uh, and, you know, like when, and <clears throat> random thing, uh, speaking of airs, it has a couple of, uh, casting, uh, shares a couple of casting choices with airs with the, uh, Juwan's mom is the matriarch in airs. And the female, the, the Ajuma that, uh, mans the magical mysterious store, uh, uh, restaurant that they get the potions that cause the body switching, uh, 
is that she's played by the the Unsung's mom on on Airs. So it's mm-hmm. like I saw those two. I was like, I know those people. I get to see them in good shows. It's like, yay! <laughs> right. Uh, That's always fun. You're just like, oh, I get to see them acting in something interesting instead of something terrible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had so much fun. And even like with the evil mom things, uh, it's just like, you get caught into like, uh, like, ah, why are you trying to ruin things, evil mom? Ah, and you get yourself like, like, like you're the, the person watching the drama. Like, it just sucks you in in such that way that you're sitting there like rooting for the characters and like, like, damn it, why are you ruining things? Why are you getting in the way? Get out of the way! Blah! And it's like, uh, it's so much fun. And Oscar. Oscar is such a fun character. It's such a, like, in it, it, so much of, just from, from beginning to end, he has the, his, uh, he has his flaws, but you get all of the endearing qualities just from beginning to end with him. Uh, at least from early on. You, you see all the little parts where you, it, he genuinely re- like remembering uh, Gideon from the one meeting that they had when, from the one time that they worked on a movie together, and remembering how cool she was and what she wore, and uh, yeah, because yeah. he cares. Like and like the moments where you see that he actually cares about his fans and like people that like his things. Like when he had that signing and he saw a bunch of fans that were like still rooting him on. It's like these other like fans like we still believe you, Oscar. We still believe you. It's like. Yeah, I, I got you guys, and it's like, he has that moment, it's like, come on in, well, I'm signing everything for all of you guys, like, for yeah. all of you. And it's just like, uh, and you see all of them, and, and, and you see him, it, it, before that, he had the people that were designated, and he was just like, there, signing, like, your name, uh, uh, what's your name? Uh, here you go. But then when he has, like, his, like, true fans, and there, you see him smiling, and laughing, and taking pictures, and, like, taking gifts, and, uh, you see, like, that connection he has, and that genuine connection, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's really cool and enduring, it's, and, and fun, uh, and, yeah, he's fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to his storyline resolving as I keep watching the show. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and, and what else? Well, there's just so much, yeah, the, the characters are fun, like, even, like, the the secretary dude and the, uh, Ryan's friend, like the secretary dude and the Ryan's friend, uh, uh, storyline is adorable. Like they're like that little side couple that is adorable together. And like, uh, it's so much fun. Like that, that's just basically what the main thing about Secret Garden is just so much fun. There's so many characters that are fun. Uh, so many moments that are fun. And, the the premise is very high concept and silly, but it's still fun and it 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 it's very useful in uh, setting up these characters and helping the characters grow. It's a very useful device. Did you, did you get to the the sit ups bit? Yet? Yeah. The well, yeah. the first time uh, they do the sit ups, where it's like he's he insists on having her as his uh, sit up partner. Yeah. And hold his feet. Yeah, that was pretty early on. And uh, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. Uh, and and him uh, and- the, the whole, the whole stunt thing that is in that show is pretty fun too. You know, cause it adds a weird dynamic to it. 
And like the whole stunt team that's rooting for Ganaim and the dude that's trying to make the, that's trying to match make them. Like it keeps yeah. like helping out, uh, Juwan, like as like being his insider. And it keeps like conspiring with him and it's hilarious and adorable. Cause they, <laughs> they, 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 they just want to see her be happy. Like she's this person that has guided them and has been kind of one of their de facto leaders and they admire her for that. And they just rooting for her and wanting her to be happy and wanting her yeah. to like achieve her dream or at mm-hmm. least find some sort of happiness for her. And it, and if it's find her, you know, a cute boy to be with, uh, you know, regardless of the ramifications of that, they just want her to be happy. Uh, which is cool. Yeah. Secret garden, really good show. Yep. So we're going to, we're going to finish that up. And while we're finishing that up, we're going to start our next show, which, um, you picked and we'll yes. talk about when we can. Yeah. Next, our next, yeah. Our, our next time, our next drama that we're going to go in depth on is, uh, we're going, we're, we're finding this rhythm where, uh, Kaz introduces me to, you know, introductory course to the, of K drama. And I find what's out there and interesting that neither one of us has watched. And one of them, uh, I'll talk about how I discovered it and the journey I went with once we actually go in depth, but a show that come that, Mainly, there's the sequel caught my eye, and we might eventually talk about. But this show, I, I'd been like planning on doing it, and had an you know, and it had an interesting time with it. It's a really fun show, and I'm looking forward to you seeing it and your thoughts on it. Called Reply 1997 or Answer Me 1997 or Respond 1997. It's the same Korean word. It's just a matter of how you translate it into English. Uh, but basically you get the idea. Answer me in 1997. It's a, it's a show where you start it at a high school reunion in 2012. Uh, it presents a, a, a cute, cute little mystery for you, but basically creates a opportunity to flashback to 1997 when the, uh, you know, basically the year all the characters, uh, were 18 in Korean age. Uh, or 16 going on 17 in uh, Western age, uh, but is, is a coming of age story. I don't think we've caught, I don't think we've talked about anything like that. This is going to be a coming of age, uh, drama, which is going to be new for, uh, our show. So it's going to be really interesting. So answer me in 1987. The link is in the show notes. Uh, that'll be the next drama we talk about. So that's another, uh, episode of Halijuku in the can. Uh, that's it for us. All right, so Kaz, yes. yeah, Kaz, what's going on yeah. in your universe in the Kaziverse? Um, a lot of planning, and which I feel like I always say, which always makes me—I don't know—which makes me feel sad. Um, but things need to be planned and precise, and and know exactly what's going on. Um, so that. They couldn't be treated properly. Um, yes. So the main thing that's going on is this. Always check out K-Pop Podcast at the kpoppodcast.com or Hollyajuku or just go to the Valley Podcast Network where you can find all the links to all the things. Um, shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys. And I finally, finally have lived up to the with part in that title. God damn it. <laughs> 
So yes. we finally had our first guest on on the show. Um, we talk about art and pretentious ass art bullshit and whether we like it or not. Yeah. And collaborative art as well. Um, yes. So we talk about all those things and more. And you just have to wait and check out that next episode of Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Eyes, where we actually live up to the with Two Nerdy Black Eyes part. Yep. <laughs> that part has been killing me forever. Like, you know, like those small little things in life that that twist at you like a knife. Yeah. Where you're just like, I called this show Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Eyes. And everybody was like, oh, so does that mean only black people can be on? I was like, no. No. And it was like, well, can anybody be on then? Because it says two nerdy. And I was like, don't focus on the. It's with, like, there's, there, I could have just called it two nerdy black guys. And that, that would have been it. And then that means, oh, only two nerdy black guys are on that show. No, but I called it shooting the shit, which just means general conversation with Two nerdy black guys. So that means there could be people with the two nerdy black guys. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you can check that out at deltajuliamike.com. You can check out, uh, all of Kaz's stuff, uh, follow all the stuff at about.me slash kingkaz. Uh, you can find my portal at about.me slash pdrave. You can find me as pdrave everywhere. Uh, except Planetside 2, because apparently somebody has pdrave on Planetside 2, and I'm gonna find them, Don't and I'm gonna kill them. Don't even get me started on the debacle that is Planet Side 2. Damn it. Oh. But you can find me there. You can find this show at uh, HallyJuku.com or KpopPodcast.com. You can find a little, uh, sh- the show at HallyJuku on Twitter. You can find the website Rebelli.net for all of my other podcasts and this show. Uh, and that's it. Uh, until next time, I'm going to go pass out into a NyQuil coma. Hasta los huevos. Anyang. <laughs> Anyang.